Hey, good morning, Keith. Uh, you know the legend, they just don't die. They just switch formats. So, Okay. <laughs> so who, who got the pillow put over him this week, Jackson? Oh, uh, We're going to talk about that. Okay. We're going to talk right. about that. Uh, we're also going to talk about NBC being off to, well, a shaky start. But they stay and remain the number one television network in prime time. Bragging rights are really important. <laughs> Yeah, the Battle of the Midgets. The Battle of the Midgets. I mean, sorry, the Battle of the Height Challenged. Yeah, that's it. I can't say midgets. That's, you can't say midgets anymore. No. You, again, have have embarrassed us here on Media Insultant. And one final thing, uh, the trades are beginning to catch up with us, Keith. You know, we're not a breaking news podcast, but it's kind of fun when we're a little ahead of everybody else. So those are some of the things we're going to be talking about this morning. Good morning. I'm... Jackson Weaver. My co-host is Keith Samuels down in California. Keith, the air here is so smoky from the forest fires that, believe it or not, they are now saying that it's the equivalent of smoking a cigarette every day. So I'm, I'll be lucky to make it through today's podcast without oh. breaking out and hacking and, you know, that kind of thing. So, so they're really guilting you out. Where's the forest fire? I'm not up to speed on that. I've just... No, couple up in uh, Wenatchee, near Wenatchee, and one called the Bolt Creek Fire, and they all dump all of their smoke down here. It should wash out in the next day or so. They're saying it will. So okay. anyway, I'm going to be sitting here in Seattle smoking my cigarette, my one a day, dude, and, dude. And, and getting no buzz off it at all. <laughs> so, we do this each Tuesday and Friday, so today we'd like to welcome you to the Tuesday, October 11th episode of Media Insultant. Scummy, sleazy, fraudulent, nasty. Those were some of the words, Keith, that we used last week when we were talking about the way that iHeart has pumped up some of their podcast download numbers. Yeah, buying uh, downloads on gaming sites. Yeah, something we hadn't tried yet. Oh, Keith, we're way above that. We have <laughs> an ethical... Uh, never mind, we won't get into we're that. We're totally organic. We are not gaming the system. But, <laughs> but you know what? The funny, the amazing thing about it was, other than Bloomberg, we were the only two people talking about it uh, yeah. early last week. That is, that's exactly right. Yeah, Bloomberg broke the story, and then, and then we talked about it. And just, just to refresh everybody, what, what happens is iHeart is buying short interstitial ads on game platforms, and then a player has to listen to 10 seconds of the podcast before they can get their tokens or gummy bears or whatever it is they get to play their games. And uh, that's enough for iHeart to get a download and a new listener, which pumped up millions of additional listeners over the past three or four years, I think, they've been doing it. And yes, the trades finally caught up with us. Uh, mm-hmm. Steve Goldstein made reference to it in his blog. And Jerry Del Caliano, I think, did a full column on it. Uh, RBR did something up. But you know who's absolutely quiet about it? Doesn't say a word. Oh, let me guess. Inside Radio. Yeah. Owned by iHeart. So Ooh, yeah. their lips are sealed. So, yeah. And at the end of the day, my feeling on this is it's going to be a lot of fluff. And then like all the other digital fraud... Everybody will ignore it. Yeah, Life no goes deal. on. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. No what's, six, what's six million downloads a month? What's, what's downloads to shows that have not produced an episode in the last year? No big deal. 
They're still on the top 20 list or whatever it is of most <laughs> downloaded podcasts, you know. So, um, uh, you know, but, but we don't have be a- forgotten. It'll right. be forgotten. It'll just like it's like all the other stuff. Bob Hoffman will probably write a column on it and then it'll totally be forgotten. OK, so moving on to the legendary stations we were talking to, they they kind of gave up their claims to a legendary status and they changed formats here. A couple of them did. Now, one yep. of them is pretty personal, Keith. And I'd like you to spend a couple of minutes talking about how KGO in San Francisco changed format over the weekend. Yeah, they dropped their um, uh, talk format for a sports betting format that launched yesterday. It's the spread, the Bay's best bet on sports, the spread 810. You know, okay, great. Cumulus owns the stations and, you know, and obviously... Uh, when you have a, uh, a full-power AM station that's local most of the time, with not, not anymore, they, they had a lot of syndicated uh, content on 810 uh, KGO in San Francisco at the end, but they nuked it all. It's now gone full syndication. Uh, it's a combination of BetQL and it's CBS Sports, and they even throw in the Jim Rome show at middays. So there's no local talent, so there's no salary expense for Larry Blumhagen at Cumulus in San Francisco. He's running this thing. He just flushed, I don't know, over 100 years of radio brilliance at KGO for a betting format on the station. It's crazy. But I take it personally because my grandfather ran KGO in the early 40s during the war. He came out from Chicago uh, to run the station and, uh, uh, in fact, ended up running all of sales for the ABC radio network, which was the NBC Blue Network. It became ABC. So, you know, I've got some family uh, equity in this little property. So thanks a lot, Larry. You flushed the legends to, at KGO. Now they go off with, uh, you know, with uh, their three. They're, they're the sports leaders in San Francisco now with KNBR. And they've got, what, the game or some other thing. And then they've got now. No, the uh, ticket. The ticket. The ticket. And then they've the got the sport, the, you know, sports betting. But what's ironic about this is that they're betting, haha, do you like that? They're betting on the fact that one of two initiatives, state initiatives in our election coming up uh, in November, will pass and legalize some form of sports betting in California. We do not have legalized sports betting in California. Okay, so all, all my sports betting buddies have got to go to Vegas to bet on sports, and they love doing it. But here's the thing. These initiatives now are underwater by a lot. They, they're, they're, they're not even close to passing. And in fact, a lot of the spending to support either one of these initiatives has basically dried up for now until more polling comes out closer to the election. So, you know, my sources at particularly TV stations here in LA are saying these guys have pulled back dramatically in October. They were flooding the waves, airwaves in September. In October, uh-uh, pulled all back. It's all pulled back. So what's interesting is they're, these guys, Cumulus is betting on the fact that we're going to go, we're going to have sports betting in California. So they flushed KGO, a legendary AM station that you know goes back generations to do sports betting. You know what a joke! But you yeah, know, but I, I, well, let me let me come to defense of, of Cumulus. First of all, yes, the station had been in, in rapid decline, eh, not even rapid. It since about 2010, the biggest impact on KGO. I think was PPM meters coming in and more accurately representing who people were really listening to. 
I think that was a, a big factor. And they never jumped on an FM like KNBR did. They should have, you know, coupled up an FM and then they could have continued it. These stations are really expensive to run. You know that. They're very hard. They're management intensive. They take a lot of capital, a lot of promotion. And it just kept getting lower and lower. And you get down to the point where you got a 1-1, a 1-2, 1-3. You know, they had to do something. And we can complain about radio being stuck in the past, which we do all the time. You have to you have to say, you know, I got to honor these experiments, Keith. You know, it's a... I, I, whether yeah, or experiment, not, uh, experiment, the, the, experiment on the ticket. Don't experiment on KGO. And I, I disagree with you. I go back and think that this is a deliberate strategy on the part of Cumulus, okay, to tank this station because it was expensive. But, you know, the first step was they forced out Mickey Luckoff. And Mickey Luckoff was the legendary general manager of this station for decades. And they forced him out. Okay, his big salary, I'm sure. They got rid of Mickey, made him retire. Oh, I'm sure he retired on his own, but they made it so uncomfortable and so uh, difficult to run the station he, the way he wanted to run it, which was successfully. So they get rid of Mickey, and they just turned, slowly turned the oxygen off on the station. They cut back on local content, let great personalities go. This was the voice, the breath, the heart and soul of San Francisco radio for decades, and Cumulus never got it. And they all they wanted to do was get rid of the expense, and they did. And they finally turned the oxygen off on it last Friday, and now we're now it's a it's it's all syndicated. So Larry Blumhagen gets to be a freaking hero because he's clearing all this content in San Francisco. Isn't this gonna be awesome? We're gonna have sports betting, maybe not. And now you got all these issues. So I okay. you know all right. That I mean that's that's a it's a it's a fair statement. I okay. and yeah, my my thought though is that it probably was too late. You know, the the inertia had long gone out of that radio station. Well, yeah, yeah, but because they've been doing that, they've been they've been destroying this years. station slowly for a decade. Yeah, for a decade. That's yeah. right, on That's purpose. Right. Well, and in another interesting legendary radio station, uh, the rock station, the Eagle, which was Dallas's rock station, self proclaimed KEGL, has become the freak. Yeah. And uh, I, I'm going to play a short video piece here that uh, covers the history of the Eagle. It, it's a little bit noisy. It was recorded off the air by a blogger, a Texas blogger, a guy by the name of Mike McGruff. And it kind of gives a quick history of the Eagle. And we can come back and talk about it after you listen to this. Over the airspace 
above my house in North Dallas. How far you think your sovereignty goes straight up? Well, the uh, edge of space when things start looking kind of purple up there. You know. <laughs> so uh, uh, up to purple? That makes me one of the best calls ever. Yeah. <laughs> my house all the way to purple. <laughs> then in 2004, a programming genius decided the eagle should go away. And we started playing this. sells t-shirts out of the back of a PT Cruiser. In 2007, the Eagle was back. And so are Russ Martin, Chris Ryan, and Cindy Skull. Yeah, yeah. And the Mavericks. And hitting it free on the left side of the floor, Luka Doncic. So as you can see, we have a rich tradition of doing whatever we want. So here goes. See, the best part of the Eagle wasn't just the music we played. It was the connection we made with you our listeners and that will continue so if you just want the music that made the eagle great you can still find it at 97.1 hd2 but if you're ready for a lot more than that keep listening and welcome to 97.1 the freak where we say what we want oh now i have to edit our wikipedia page again well as you heard there keith this was truly a legendary station that had been through some formats but Overall, had been very successful, but they were down now to about a one-plus share. It's an iHeart station. So they rebranded it as The Freak, where we do what we want. Okay. And, what, and what's that? What's well, what we want? What are they going to do? You know, that it's it, they, they're positioning it as sports, but it's really guy radio. You know, it's really macho radio. Um, you know, I think the idea is to have a talk format that focuses on sports. But also, you know, last night I heard them talking to some guy who called and said, you know, I'm my fiance got pregnant by her ex. Should I marry her anyway? You know, so, so, yes, suddenly, suddenly it's a it, it's it's a combination of sports radio and Delilah. Oh yeah, you know Delilah on testosterone, but no, but not quite. Uh, yeah, it's in fact even the headlines in the trades yesterday about the launch were saying, "Don't call us a sports station. We're not a sports talk station." Right, and because right. there's plenty of those in in Dallas, trust me, and and most of them are cumulus. Um, but uh, uh, you know what? In the in the world of music radio, again, they somehow couldn't keep the eagle going. And the Eagle was very successful year, for years. It was Sandusky, then it was Nationwide, then it was J-Corps. Yep. Yep. Uh, you know, this, this has been, this has been a, a, a successful station in, in Dallas for a long time. Uh, you know, again, it's one of these things where you get, you get in these clusters and you have these ugly stepsisters and you go, how much are we going to put into this thing? You know, and basically they're looking at each other going, whisper, 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 we're just going to let it die. And then we're gonna then we're gonna change it. So they probably had this figured out six months ago, and now is the time to pull the plug on the eagle. And now we go with the freak, hot talk, guy talk. You know, it's like ought to be interesting. Yeah, we'll see. Ought to be interesting. We'll see. It's, um, to their credit, uh, it seems to be all local, all local staff. I didn't sense any of it was syndicated. Might be, but I didn't catch any of it. I didn't d- dig into it. But so most of it's local, and you know they they may do better with it than we think. So. Well, they, they can't go. go much further down, but they could. Yeah, it's they true. Could. Speaking of down, linear television, you know, mm. the linear networks, uh, you know, your local, just because everybody gets so confused with TV these days, we're talking now about network affiliates like ABC, NBC, CBS, etc. Mm-hmm. It's been fading, but now 
it seems to be fading pretty fast. As, as they as they say in the control rooms, fast fade on three. Okay, so <laughs> you tell me that in, all the time. <laughs> yeah. NBC is uh, the leading network since 2012, so that's ten years in okay. prime, right. and they opened their new season with a 1.1 rating. Rating. The audience is down another 20%. They had a 1.3 last year. And to give you a little bit of comparison, they had a 2.9. This is an in-demo number. They had a 2.9 in 2012. You know, back in the 80s, if you had a 15 or an 18, uh, you were the second or third ranked TV yeah, ne- yeah. network. This this is really low. What's what's in-demo? Is that 18.49 or 25.54? Yeah, I think it's 18.49. They they. They pretty much focus, television focuses 18 to 49. Yeah. But I think they've begun to talk about shifting it older because the audience is older. Yeah, and I wonder what this would be if they didn't have Sunday night football. You know, they'd probably be below a one. Uh, I'm not sure. That's a great question. I'm not sure the one one is uh, inclusive of football. I want to say they excluded football. Oh, okay. And this was a Monday through Friday primetime programming. Okay, number. got it, got it. But good question. Hey, well that, <clears> you know, hey, even, but but uh, hey, the future is Peacock. You know, don't the worry. Future. At, at NBC, the future is Peacock. We're just running this network stuff just to make sure we've got content for Peacock. For Peacock, yeah. Well, Peacock's done better than than they expected, but uh, you know the the truth of it is linear TV. One one wag said uh, linear TV is hanging by a thread. And Oof. So I don't know. What do you do if you're a local station? You know, it's you know this this is another classic example of everybody knows who you are. Nobody watches. You know, everybody knows who you know KBC is. Everybody well, you, knows you're, you're running you're running local news as much as you can. You're running because uh, you get a lot of local avails. Uh, you're running a lot of car chases and uh, you know dramatic. Uh, you know, if it bleeds, it leads. You know, stories. You're uh, and you're trying to sell football. Yeah, that's exactly it. You know, your your focus is on as much local sports as you can get your hands on, and you know if you if you bump network for it, who cares? Well, and then and then you know political. So you know if you're in California, there's always political dollars. It's always political season in California. But I was talking to a a guy from uh, the Fox O and O this weekend, uh, and he was telling me that he handles. He's one of the sales managers. He handles all the political. So if you're a local seller, you're not getting a sniff of that money. You know. (laughs) It's all going to the, the the boss, and they're not paying anybody commission on it. So, yeah, if you're a local seller, you're just selling. You're out there selling what you can yeah, against yeah. against the cable guys, and you know against the radio guys, and against what's left of the newspaper. And it's the it's like you know it's who's the leper with the most fingers. Well, these guys to survive are going to have to have programmatic inventory, and they may have it now. You know, some of them may have it already. You know, but that doesn't help me as a local seller, does it? Well, but uh, they sell it locally, oh, so okay. they go they go to a local agency and they'd say, you know, we'll sell you not only you know our prime, but you know we'll give you X number of impressions bought programmatically on any other video source. I okay, think that's that to me that would be the future. All right, Keith. Well, we have um, we've talked about legends and has beens and wash ups and minimal ratings. But we're out of time. Yep. We, we do have to run. Uh, we're going to come back on Friday, though, because Friday we're going to look at podcasts replacing talk radio. Everybody thinks podcasts is a, is a net sum gain. Maybe not. Maybe it's taken away some of radio's audience, and we'll talk about that. 
We do drop new shows each Tuesday and Friday. You can find our podcast on all the podcasting platforms. The video is always available on Vimeo at the Media Insultant Showcase, where you can find the latest in all the back episodes that we've done, mm-hmm. should you want to do that. A delightful evening of watching video with your spousal unit. <laughs> Media Insultant is a, a production of in-town media and interim broadcast management company. Love your comments, Jackson, at InTown Media anytime. And Keith, we will be back uh, on Friday with a whole new episode of Media Insultant. Let's go have a good week, buddy. And I'll be sniffing out breaking news. <laughs> <laughs>